Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us on whatever podcast app you're using, Spotify, Apple Music, I don't know, what other, Stitcher? Podcast Addict. Google Play. YouTube. YouTube.com slash at Poison Rana Pod. Let you do it today. Yeah. Look at that. Plugging away. Sharing away. It's Sunday. It's the Frogs Day. Hello, everybody. Or maybe you're listening to this on a, on a Monday, on a Tuesday. Maybe you're listening to this three years in the future. Mm. I don't know. But hello and welcome to Poison Rana. We are Braden and Davey, and we're going to chat about some pro wrestling here a today. A whole lot of wrestling. That's yeah. right. Lots and lots of new... The wrestling never stops. Mm. So we're always here to talk about it. And uh, yeah, how you doing? Pretty good. Yeah. It's a Sunday. Come off uh, a busy weekend at the bar, working working hard. Summertime. Summertime, yeah. Uh, been having a good summer so far. Uh, been, you know, going to some concerts. Went to Drom a couple of times this week, just seeing some like cool bands there. It's well, it's Canadian music week here is, in the yeah. city, so we uh, <laughs> did we salsa again? This we week? salsa this week. Yeah, the place, the country was burning down. The country's burning down. Yeah, yeah. sorry guys. Yeah, sorry uh, New Yorkers. I know that everyone was just really mad at Canada for us yeah, burning let, down. Let's see who has the most emissions, though. Maybe. Before yeah. blaming Canada, right? Blame Canada. Mm, mm, yeah. It's always blame Canada, but yeah, I loved watching all the New Yorkers. Oh, hey, oh, well, oh, hey, Canada, hey, oh, you guys are on fire. So, yeah, yeah. But if we want to get into it, guys, you you guys do a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, because uh, it did look scary. Oh yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. Like, uh, kind of like a fe- especially that first day, almost like a, a sepia tone filter yeah. over the over the city, and it looked way worse in in New York as well, especially. So it was uh, actually seem to be a bit better now. All, all the smoke was just coming from our apartment. Yeah, yeah. It didn't stop us barbecuing, did it? Like we weren't <laughs> weren't really helping the cause. Yeah, we were barbecuing one of the days, and we were like, "Should we be outside right now?" Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, hopefully everyone out there can breathe properly. Um, hope the smoke is going away. The fires are still going on. So look, I've just been seeing like so many fire engines in the city as well. Yeah, just keep on keep on going. So they're saying like, there's oh, more fires happen. in the city. I mean, it's only going to get hotter, isn't it? Like that's yeah, the it's thing. Not even like, like this has all happened, and it's not even July yet. Like it's yeah. it's a worry for sure. So if you're uh, coming to Toronto for Forbidden Door weekend, make sure you bring uh... fire retardant clothes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just in case. I don't know. Yeah. It could get really. It's gonna be lit. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. Uh, yeah, it's it's summertime now. It's kind of not that summery today. I mean, it's nice out, but it's like kind of gray. It's warm but gray. Yeah. Yes. It did say it was meant to like pour with rain all day, and so far it hasn't really. So I'm. I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I've just been enjoying, like, you know, that like there's a reason the vitamin D and all that they say is the sun is good for you. Like, as soon as the summer hits, my mood is just drastically oh, yeah. different. Like, it in the winter time, I mean, we're in Canada, we have seasons here. And it's like sometimes I find it so hard to just t- get myself like out of bed to do anything. But in the summer, it's like, oh, vitamin I just D walk. That really helps. Like, I feel my energy levels have been great. Yeah. Like, and last like couple of weeks, being busy, been doing a lot of stuff, been going out a lot, been yeah. been having a lot of fun. But like, still being like, you know, winter, you do that, and then the next day, work just sucks. And I I felt pretty good. Yeah, I've I've just been enjoying it, and it definitely like changes how my mood is and stuff. So I don't know, winter time, I just I feel more grumpy. And now I'm just like, yes, I want to do things. I want to go on bike rides and 
Go to concerts. Are we going? Are you? You have tickets for Shaggy this week? I do. Yeah, I do. Shaggy and TLC. I don't know what the crew is yet, but like, yeah, I picked up two. I I noticed that. So the the, the night after at Bud is Alexis on Fire. I'm going to that. But then the night before TLC, the Cure is the Cure. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck. There's three nights of concerts in a row there. But damn. Uh, so. Maybe I'll go to Shaggy DLC. I might be. I still have to work like those days, so I'm like, oh uh, man. But we'll see. We'll see. There's going to be some other ones this summer. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, including lots of wrestling that we're going to be going to. Yes. Obviously, we've been ch- we've been talking about for weeks now that we have a whole busy summer. We're going to SummerSlam in the D. We are doing obviously Forbidden Poor and then All In as well. So obviously anyone going to any of those shows, let us know because we will be doing meetups. Forbidden Poor, our tickets are selling really well. Uh, so go get them before it's too late. Postwrestling.com slash live. It's coming up soon. Like when we first sort of booked this, it felt, ah, oh, we got ages. And now Long I'm time. like, oh shit, it's in like two weeks. Yeah. So uh, literally two weeks today. Um, so super excited for that. Uh People are still buying these tickets, and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a party that day. Uh, we've we've kind of signed off on the on the cocktails, on the food items. Uh, we're gonna start preparing our our trivia games. Uh, get starting of those the, thinking with those questions for John Way at the Q and A. Uh, it's gonna be a great full day of wrestling. It's gonna be a great day of wrestling, and we might see a title change. We might because I don't know if MJF's got the title on the line, but that's not important. Because Fire Frank mm. is going to be in the six, our BDE champion. If you are a fan of Roman Reigns' Thousand Day Reign, I mean, this guy's been, he's been champion for longer, probably, I think. Uh, ooh, maybe not. Maybe not quite. K-Fabe-wise. He's, he's getting there. <laughs> he's up there. He is up there. He's, he's kind of on, like, you know, he's between, like, Gunther and Roman. Right, right. right oh, Gunther now. was celebrating the so, year today. Gunther celebrating yeah. the year. Okay, posted so, a picture with a cigar and a glass of. Uh, we need mimosa. to. We need to do the graphic. What? Where it goes like you know like Pedro Morales, Fire Frank, Roman Reigns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. CM Funk. Someone do the math. Someone in the YouTube room now. Just a thousand days. Just give and it to hello it. YouTube room. Mike, Chris, cool gang. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So anyone in Toronto coming to Forbidden Poor, uh, I mean. You have the opportunity to walk out as BD champion because we're going to make him defend the title. We've got to figure out what kind of gauntlet we can put Fire Frank through. It does not matter. I'm thinking a scramble match. For those who are like, I don't you know, understand. Like have the title change multiple times and then Frank in the last second He'd still gets win. the question. So like, yeah, we've been doing like during the pandemic, we did these like trivia games on Twitch and YouTube. The, the, the old shows are up there somewhere, but he's just unstoppable when it comes to yeah. like WWE trivia. Specifically WWE. So, like, there's the there's the weakness for anyone out there. There is. And this isn't a WWE show we're going to that week. So, maybe, so. you know, with the New Japan inspiration yeah. there, that could probably throw him off. I think this off. could be, like, his, his toughest test yet. Imagine that. Like, he's on this, like, thousand-day reign, and then you do a cross-promoted show, and someone from New Japan takes the title. You just go, him. name all of name. just five guys. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't. He for wouldn't be title. able to. He's no way. Yeah, he wouldn't be able to do that. I don't think I could. So, I don't so yeah, Fire Frank's uh, gonna be defending the title. How and in what? We're not sure. But Frank, you're coming, so just be prepared. Yeah, we've gone to our writers' committee. We're we're coming together. The writers are on strike, yeah. though. Yeah. That's why we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, we don't yet. know what we're doing. Uh, so someone potentially could be walking out as the new BD champion, or we'll still have and still yeah. Fire Frank. Uh, however, also at the Forbidden Poor. 
someone's walking out IWGP World Heavyweight Champion because somehow, some way, we're going to be doing some games with some fun prizes. And our friends over at Pure Fandom has given us a title, granted us, hey, someone's walking out as champ. So there you go. If you ever wanted an IWGP replica, that now's the time. You can wear it around Scotiabank. You Arena. have to wear it. That yeah. is the rule. If you, you win this, but you know the rule as well. If you, if you, you get it, you have to defend it. You have to defend it. Roll ups, twenty four seven Super title. kicks flying everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's going to be wild. We we already have uh, like our tic- Like we're already at capacity essentially. If you are coming in, like get your tickets now. Uh, if you haven't already, we will be doing a pre-show in the daytime, and we'll be doing it with like some games and some drinks, and then the the podcast with John away. And then afterwards, if you come back after Forbidden Door, we'll be doing wrestling karaoke and just hanging out and drinking and, and having a good old time. So I'm super excited. We have the the postmark. Poison Rana friend group, the whole thing is like coming together. It's like a huge me- multiverse coming alive, and I'm beyond so excited. So many people are going to be there. I yeah. can't wait. The summer is peaking with this early. And also, if you are in uh, the UK, London, if you're planning to make that trip to Wembley, uh, all in it, we sold out Bro. in under 48 hours. Crazy. Grapple with Poison Rana are hosting all in it at Trinity Bar in Harrow. If you were unsuccessful getting your ticket, uh, drop us a message. We'll see what we can do. We do have a little bit of leeway with the venue, uh, but it's going to be pretty packed there. Uh, It's going to be fun. We're going to be doing... uh, The Grapple Lads are doing one of their live podcasts. I think we're then going to team up with them and play some games, uh, do a bit of a joint show. Uh, Plenty of opportunity. They've got a lot of beers on tap. I'm going to be creating some cocktails wrestling inspired cocktails for the event uh we'll have some wrestling music going and there's no kitchen at trinity bar but you know what you can do you can bring your own kebab and this is in harrow there's a lot of kebab shops to choose from i'm excited to have a, a true kebab you should have a kebab off you like rate them yeah <laughs> yeah we, how would you rate that or eat it if, whoever could eat it the fastest i don't know that would just uh, that in. kind of yeah. ruined the yeah, rest yeah, of your day. Yeah, yeah, possibly. All um, in would be interesting. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, yeah. if you still want to get tickets, please give me a DM. Uh, we'll see what we can do. It's really close to, to Wembley. It's one fast train on the Met Line or just three stops. You can get there from the tube station in under 15 minutes. And then you just walk along Wembley Way with the crowd, which is, well, is like something in itself, you know? Like yeah. you've watched Ted Lasso. You've seen the big like Wembley playoff game like that is such a thing like exiting Wembley Park State uh station going down those steps doing the long walk as you just see the arch it's going to be so good full of wrestling fans bring your deodorant with you please please guys. god please <laughs> fucking god i i joked to you this week i did not say this on a show but tell me i'm wrong poison rana deodorants that's what we give out yeah at all the wrestling the little, we go like, to uh the little travel Travels? yeah Can, is there a way to get like even smaller ones Let's get Poison Rana travel Let's deodorants. Not I for us. Because you know what? You know, for two dudes who talk about wrestling a lot, we smell really good all yeah, the time. How many do. times do people tell us we smell good in public? Just this week, someone, someone came up to me and went, you know what? You smell good. And I'm not talking about I smell good like Kush. I mean, I just pride myself on wearing deodorant and showering every day. So wrestling fans, if you're going to wrestling this summer, fuck, if you're just going outside. The other day, I'm on a bus and I'm like, what the I actually had a comment the other day. It is Pride Month in the city. It's an awesome time in in Toronto. And uh, I don't know, being European and theatrical, 
I often get people think yeah. I bat for the other team, and that's okay. Um, <laughs> happy Pride. Happy Pride. Um, but, yeah, someone said the other day, it was like, oh, I assume you work. But why? And I'm like, you smell good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, please, wear deodorant. It's the... Like, I'm not going to lie. Deodorant has hiked up in price. I can understand. But, like, guys, you need to smell... Not just guys. Everyone. You need, everyone. To, you need to smell good sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's hot and stinky out there. Sweating and... Human liquids and all that, just just deodorant, and it's 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 gonna be hot. Like London can get pretty hot. It's it's August. It could be a hot. And it could wet. be a high twenties day. Hopefully, wet hot British summer. Yeah, because so, like some people, you've seen these like TikToks or Instagrams where they go to raves or whatever, like outdoor festivals, and he's got the deodorant on the stick. Yeah, maybe we just do that. Yeah. Like have a sign, stinky question mark, <laughs> and then we just. <laughs> I had, I think it's a, like, for me, it's a rule. If someone ever offers you, like, you know, chewing gum or a mint right. or whatever, don't say, oh, no, thanks, I'm good. Because it might be them being yeah, polite. Yeah, yeah. I had, I I popped a customer at work last night at the bar because she goes, it's really loud, karaoke's going on. She goes, excuse me, do you have a breath mint? And I was like, sorry? And she's like, do you have a breath mint at all? And I just went, no, why? Do I need one? <laughs> and she just laughed, yeah. She's like, yeah, you stink, no. <laughs> you stink. <laughs> you stink. Yeah, please. Uh, deodorant uh, can go... Like, maybe someone listening right now is like, no, I'm au naturel. I, I don't wear, you know, blah, blah, well, blah. Well, you know what? You're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> please. Just wear... Think, like, everyone stinks. It's normal. We're all human. But, like, there's ways to, to combat that. Just mm-hmm. going to wrestling events, man. It's like, how many times have we brought... Fr- I brought my girlfriend to some shows last summer. Getting her into the wrestling bug, and how many times does she look over us like, guys? What's what that the smell? F- it's like, oh. oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> You're just waiting for that pyro to go off to like clear the. Yeah. It's like, oh, thank God, smoke. <laughs> There's some other smell right now. But yeah. So please, uh, wrestling fans, it's summertime. Where do you it? It is. Um, we've had quite a busy week here at Poison Rana. We were joined by uh, Emmy Award-winning Rob McDonald to chat all about Suicide Squad earlier this week and you know what maybe that review we've already had some some backlash from some listeners with certain opinions but uh i thought a really fun chat talking about the 2016 suicide quad i haven't seen any backlash i think everyone agrees with us that jared leto is quite possibly the best joker ever better than nicholson i mean easily better than than (laughs) nicholson but the best joker possibly the best portrayal yeah uh if you are over at our Patreon. We have friends. It's five bucks a month to become a friend. You get access to all the podcasts that we do. But if you become a family member, world champ, you get to get access to every show, plus behind the BDE every month. And then you get to pick stuff that we talk about and review. And then we have you on and, and do it. And we have a ton of fun with those on Up Yours. And yes, uh, Rob McDonald, who's been a longtime listener of Post and Poison Rana, uh, he had, he's basically filling in the gaps of our Bat Universe of reviews and he picked suicide squad and you know what it made for a really fun review chatting all about how they filmed it all across our city in toronto so we have some insight on that uh jared leto sending people method acting yeah exactly will smith margot robbie Mm -hmm. uh entanglements possibly so it was a whole fun podcast of everything but if that doesn't wet your bat whistle quite enough well here on this very free feed this week the Bat reviews continue because I know everyone is just so excited for the new Batman movie. Sorry, the new Flash movie that we are doing. The Batman. Dun, 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 dun. Is that, 
That's that's three hours of that. That's the movie. No, it's three hours of. There's something in the way, isn't that? No, wait, that's yeah, Nirvana. I, they play that song like ten times in the, the Batman. In the Batman, yeah. I've only watched it last year when it came out. I watched one it. Time. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking. I'm kind of looking forward to rewatching this one. Uh, I was impressed first time round. So yeah, I feel like I walked out of the movie like loving it, mm. and then when I got home, I thought I thought about it, and I was like, oh, I hated that movie. So I'm actually mm. really interested to rewatch it and talk about Interesting. it. So it will be a great podcast. And would love any feedback uh, this week. We'll put up a, a thread on the Patreon and the Facebook. But it will be on this free feed, the Batman review. And then, yeah, people are getting hyped up for uh, the Flash and Batman and stuff. And- also, right now, on this very free feed, uh, we're going to be releasing the whole thing tomorrow with the, uh, with the video and everything. But we had the, the chance to interview Mercedes Martinez the other day and uh she was awesome she was so oh, giving yeah. of her time we thought we were going to get about 20 minutes we went well over an hour um chatting all about you know uh the may young classic her time on the indies her time in AEW and roh uh what where she wants to see wrestling go how it was for her as like a woman wrestler yeah. during the early 2000s when it was such a diva bra and panty era uh, I thought she was fantastic. The audio is up on this uh, on this feed right now, but uh, tomorrow we're going to be releasing the the video version, which I really encourage you uh, to watch as well. Yeah, please go uh, when we you see this, we'll be tweeting it out and putting it up on the YouTube's and stuff. But go we'll go watch that. She was extremely humble and just uh, I, I would love to chat with her again down in the future. She was just so open to just discussing everything, just out in the open and very like a lot of wrestlers, you know warranted they have egos mm. and i did not feel that way uh, no ego at all really yeah. like positive energy i thought yeah like, good vibes uh, yeah she was awesome uh, uh she'll be facing masha salamovich in toronto on, at eleven thirty a.m at the rec room uh for smash wrestling so if yeah. you want to go and see some more wrestling that day you are able rec room is super close to real sports and scotiabank you can go to that smash wrestling show uh see that match and then head on over to real sports for forbidden poor yeah, lots of wrestling in Toronto. Like, if you're going to Forbidden Door weekend, that whole Sunday, uh, starting at 11.30 with Girls Next Door, and we mentioned with Mercedes, and all the, all the whole, like, all women's card. And then it goes, it continues through the day with Defy and Progress and Smash doing all the wrestling. So whether or not you're hopping between our event and this event, come through. It's all really close. It's like two-minute walk to each of these venues. So the downtown hub, and it's... Right near our house. It's it literally is. right outside we our can house. see it outside. So window. it's like, it, there's going to be a lot of wrestling going on. And that, that whole day, like if you if, imagine you go to that at 1130 and you watch all that and then you come hang out with us and then you go to the show and then you, you're going to have a long day. So deodorant. I don't think I can. Yeah. <laughs> you need one of those travel ones. Uh, but yeah, I mean, anyone coming in for this weekend or Toronto area people, because obviously Collision's got this. There's a there's the AEW Collision, which we'll talk about in a little bit on the Saturday, which we don't have tickets for yet. But I feel like we might last minute. But again, that'll that we'll talk about that. Sunday we got Forbidden Door. The Wednesday, the following Wednesday, Hamilton Dynamite. So Dynamite's going live from Hamilton, Ontario. We will be going there as well. So let us know if anyone's out there is is going for a meetup or before yeah, or after tell whatever. Us where to, where we should hit up. Beforehand. Yeah, and and then the Thursday, the 29th. AEW is doing Collision in Hamilton on the Thursday, but we support local here. Loyalists. That's right. So we won't be going to that Collision. We will be going to Demand Lucha in the 6, Parkdale Hall. You've heard us before rave about how fun 
these shows are. And Demand Lucha is the best Toronto fed going. Like, hands down, we just always have a blast. We bring friends there, and then they go tell their friends, and people show up. We've had listeners show up. Like, it's just a whole party. And uh, Jordan and everyone who runs uh, Demand Lucha over there is just absolutely killing it. And we will be there on Thursday, uh, June 29th. And that... Fuck, that main event looks insane. What, Gringo, Vikingo, Cartwheel, and... Oh, no, who's the other person in that match? Uh, Someone crazy. It's Cartwheel, Mike, uh, Speedball. Oh, man. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's going to blow the whole... Brian Cage thing. is going to be on the show as well. Uh, yeah, there's... Is Gangrel coming back? Uh, I don't think Gangrel, but uh, there is uh, Jody Threats on the card, and... Uh, Fre- what is it? Freddie Mercury... Your favorite. Fred Freddie Dye. Mercury... Fred Dye. <laughs> turned, turned heel, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Demand Lucha, honestly. Uh, we just love going to these events, and they're so much fun. Out of curiosity, I just went on StubHub and typed in AW Collision, and you've yeah. got to go and have a look at the photo they've put up because I think this is very ambitious. Oh, that's they've like got a like a stadium, stadium. <laughs> like a hundred thousand seat stadium. They've got a picture of nice for Collision. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, don't know if it'll be quite that size. Yeah. But, um, hmm. but yeah, lots and lots of wrestling going on in our great city of Toronto. Lots of wrestling everywhere in the world. You can't go a whole day if you're a wrestling fan. There's wrestling on. Every night of the week, whether it's AEW, WWE, all this stuff. So, yeah, fun summer of wrestling. Fun summer of wrestling. And shall we start talking all about it? Yes, I think we shall. Well, we lost a legend this week in the world of wrestling. Fucking bullshit. Rest in peace, Iron Sheik. Yeah, rest in peace, Sheiky baby. I mean, uh, this guy being one of the original bad guys of pro wrestling, like, all the clips uh, I've been watching this week of just like, you know, reminiscing of all the, the great moments. And obviously when it comes to mind of the Iron Sheik, you think of uh, Hulk Hogan pinning him, becoming the legend of Hulk Hogan, becoming Hulk, like, you know, Hulkamania running wild. And it all really started with with him beating the Iron Sheik and uh, obviously the the whole fuck Hulk Hogan yeah. uh, feud thus One of the igniting. best Twitters going. One of the best Twitters <laughs> that were clearly not him oh, ever no. doing it. They had the the Maddie- they had the tone down. They had the tone down. Yeah, they had definitely had the tone down. I I I know that they've joked before the Magan boys saying that they would continue to tweet even though like he's passed. Right. But I don't know necessarily that. Uh, I was I wasn't super cool with the way they uh, tried to get themselves over in one of the posts that they posted. Basically, hey, the Iron Sheik passed away, and then like wrote like a whole thing, and then in one of the notes was like, so where this? And we tried to. It's like. Not the time, guys, but... Patreon. <laughs> yeah, it's like, mm, okay. But yeah, uh, he wasn't running that Twitter. Sorry to break anyone's kayfabe mm. there. But I still read it in his yeah. you know, his tone, his voice, and, and everything like I that. I like to think he approved of everything. Every time, they're like, is this cool? Is this fuck, ho- fuck Hulk Hogan? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's cool. You can send that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every tweet, yeah, he micromanaged and went through and said, yeah, sure. Uh, so, so, yeah, Iron Cheek, like, going... For me... You know, we watch Botchamania. Whenever it drops, we get excited. We roll one and then we we watch it. And like his his quotes are always littered through the the, in, the intro of it. And like the famous, you know, break your back, make you humble thing is forever mm. throughout wrestling history. But like, yeah, he's very significant in the world of wrestling. Like, I feel like our parents kind of would recognize him. The guy with the curly shoes and the mustache, yeah. right? Well, such a huge, uh, huge character, and also like how they would play off. Um, you know, during all the kind of conflicts and tensions with Iran and Iran, stuff like that. Number and, one. And having him as this big, like, well, 
Iranian sympathizer and yeah. stuff. Like, and big meaning he was jacked. He was huge. What yeah. about those those wooden things? What are yep. those poles things he was doing? The, the oh, clubs, the stick thing. Yeah. Man, those things I I could never understand. Like showing whenever uh, other wrestlers would try to do it, like they would struggle because they couldn't like get the straight. But his arms were like massive. But like those things always. I, I think know I how saw it on uh, one of those hidden treasures. Yeah, uh, was it Backland was able to do it? I think yeah. he was the only one who could still do, do it. it. And like, was basically gifted them to keep, and they were like hunting, trying to find. Oh, okay. Pretty sure that. Was that's it. right. That's right. Um, yeah, but for me, like, we're we're a little little younger. We yeah. didn't grow up uh, watching wrestling in like the seventies and eighties. Uh, it's the gimmick battle royal for me. WrestleMania seventeen. He won the gimmick battle royal on the greatest WrestleMania of all time. All because he couldn't get eliminated. So they're like, fuck it, you win it. Yeah. <laughs> we can't, wait, you're not allowed to bump? You're too old? You're too beat up? Uh, okay, well, how about we just have you win? I mean, looking through the, uh, <laughs> through the competitors, like, who else, who else, who else should have won? Repo really? Man. Repo Man? <laughs> the Goon? <laughs> I love that battle run. Oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's so fun. Yeah. I think sh- you, who, who could you do that again with now? <sighs> they couldn't, they couldn't match the, the magic of yeah. the gimmick battle royal of WrestleMania 17, but yeah, Shiki winning that one. Uh, I I always like loved uh, in the video games. Like year, he was always in the video games. You know, I you know playing SmackDown versus Raw. Or Here comes the pain, and I'd always give my creator wrestler the, the curly shoes for no reason, just because it looks <laughs> different and looks funny. Yeah. Like it looks cool. Uh, I always loved his look. Uh, I always loved watching the Howard Stern interview. That famous clip where it's all the the ridiculousness and that that'll, that that's something that wrestling fans i'm sure like me were watching this week and uh but like when it comes to matches like yeah i i, I we're, we're younger and we haven't like fully watched a lot of his wrestling but i remember a lot of his like promos or what about him and like slaughter when they were put mm-hmm. together and and all that stuff so i i genuinely think he's like will be remembered as one of the best he's, he's someone you can just like go on a little like uh yeah. Best of, hole on YouTube yeah. and just watch ridiculous Clips promos and, and shoot yeah. interviews and that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, I, I genuinely love all his ridiculousness and the the whole fuck Hulk Hogan thing is just yeah. hilarious. So uh, pour one out for the Iron Sheik. Pour Sheep. one out, rest yeah, in peace. Absolutely, uh, we lost a, a true like pioneer in this industry. Yeah. Uh, moving on to AEW. Uh, some more collision announcements as we're we're getting closer and closer to the debut of the Saturday night show uh, starting next week. And Tony Khan announced the big match kicking off, like main event in the first show. It's going to be Samoa Joe, Jay White, and Juice Robinson taking on CMFTR. Yeah, uh, this is the the return of CM Punk, which is a big deal. It's going to be in Chicago, and there was. You know, dirt sheets, people saying, oh, there's there's rumors that it's going to be Joe. There's rumors it's going to be Jay White, randomly. And now it's like, no, no, it's just both of them. All of them. And Juice, yeah. in a match. Uh, to be honest, it's not quite what I was expecting. Uh, I know Punk returning, you wouldn't just randomly throw him in a singles match. But mm. I, I would think you need something to make it a bit more amped up. I... Don't really care about this match as much as it would be interesting to I'm see. Su- I'm surprised he's having a match, to be honest. Yeah. The first show. Yeah. I thought it would be a big, like, I'm back. promo. He thing. should start the show. Uh, I mean, the, the idea is he's, I think he will start the show. Okay. And obviously, being in the main event, that will be a two, three segment thing. So yeah. basically, it's, you're going to get a whole lot of CM Punk on this first is show. Is this a two hour show? Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, I think uh, the Jay White, Juice Robinson stuff, I haven't been a big fan of so far. Um, and I think Joe and Punk, that that's cool. I mean, like, the history there, right? I'm sure that that's a singles match we're going to have down the line. Let him wrestle that for an hour. meeting will be interesting. Um, but it is kind of weird because the story's been, you know, FTR saved Ricky Starks from these two. So now it's not Ricky with them, it's CM Punk with them and oh, randomly yeah. Samoa Joe. Uh, yeah, you know, I think it's going to be interesting seeing Punk back in the ring. I I personally thought you were going to maybe go, um, you know, CM Punk opening promo and then like Adam Cole MJF for the main event. Big title defense. Yeah, instead... That's, instead it, they're doing that on Dynamite uh, next backwards. week. But you're getting CM Punk all over this show. So that's what they're going for. Like just splattered everywhere yeah so cm punk coming back and wrestling in this this six-man tag match which is like again a bit of a head scratcher i can't say that was the one that was like oh i better tune in on this show but i i would suspect he opens the show and talks because mm. like what if they do a whole show where he just doesn't talk he just shows up wrestles and just leaves. does his match now does good. his match gets injured and leaves i don't know like what what yeah what possible like you have to have him talk you have I, to have I, him. i'm very confident you have to have him talk show. right yeah, like, 100%. that's would clear the air of some things possibly maybe but yeah uh for for the first show for a big like hype up of something that they're trying to hit us over the head with that is like hey this is going to be a big show for us I don't think they've knocked it out the park thus far. Like, I don't think this is the the draw. And as much as people are like, oh, CM Punk, once CM Punk is announced for all these shows, these tickets are going to be flying. They're going to be selling out. That's not the case at all. Mm. Like, Chicago, sure. But, like, some of these shows are in a few weeks. Yeah. Like, is is Punk showing up in collision on the Saturday in Toronto? Why I why I would have felt, you know, you don't need him to have a match, like, on this first show. You use it to set up a match in Toronto or Hamilton yeah. or something like that where you're trying to draw more tickets. I mean, I'm sure he's possibly going to wrestle on those shows and be on these shows anyway. I do think Punk is a draw for enough people, though. Where, Absolutely. Where, like, it doesn't... Maybe why burn a big match right away when you can build to that and just as a first thing? It's... it's just, I mean, it's more so... It's Juice Robinson. Isn't it like you know what? With though? all due respect, like with with all due respect, when when Juice showed up, I groaned. Uh, shout out CJ Parker will always be a fan, but lately Juice has been making me laugh. Anytime he's on the screen, he's eating that screen. Him and his reactions and the way he talks is super funny. And Jay White and him together again groaned, but then Jay White's putting on like okay matches right now. So I'm like, ah, you can't necessarily. If you're not watching, you'd go, oh, fuck these guys. But if you're watching, you're like, oh, actually, they're kind of entertaining. There was a report, and I'm paraphrasing this, um, but that, like, Jay White's kind of, like, aware the creative's not been great, but yeah. he's also being kind of patient and, like, I'm new here and it will come sort yeah. of thing, which, again, like, paying his dues a little bit, maybe. And 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 just watching, I'm like, oh, actually, I, I, I want to hate it. And then I'm like, oh, Juice is making me laugh. He's doing ridiculous mm. shit. And then... Jay White had a good match with Ricky. So it's like, hey, uh, actually, he's pretty good. Because you can, you can be one of these fans who are like, oh, he should have went to WWE. They're, they're misusing him. Well, he was in the main event of Dynamite. And he's also main eventing their first show with CM Punk. So, like, yeah. really, what kind of position is he in? A mm. pretty good one right now. So, yeah, uh, just just kind of bizarre that Punk is, is coming back, but it's in this mixed 
ta- uh, sorry, the six man tag, and then I don't know, it it seems a little it seems a little rampage, baby. It seems very rampage, baby. And you know what we've been saying? Fool me once. Can't get fooled again. I think they're trying to fool us again. It can't be Rampage. No, that it can't. You've got two hours on a Saturday night at 8 p.m. It's They're going to throw a lot at this show. Well, I mean, Davey, in two weeks, mm. Rampage, sorry, Collision mm. coming to the Scotiabank Arena. Yeah. Nothing announced. No. Except Sean Spears. Oh. Live. Wow. On Collision. Yeah. Fool me once, can't get fooled again. He closed out Rampage, didn't he, last time? Yeah. I mean, he's local, you know. But, yeah, it's not It's not going to shift. Ooh, boy, I am... And, oh, it's, it's fine, though. Let's just, uh, let's just not go to Collision on that Saturday. But let's hang out at home and tune in to watch Sean Spears, Canadian superstar, live on TSN... Oh, it's not on TV. Mm. Huh. Then... How is this a big secondary show when I got to pay $20 for an app to watch this show? Yeah, I mean, that's more TV rights thing. Like, this is a Turner decision to do this show. Like, TSN has no stakes in AEW, so it's it's 8 o'clock on a Saturday. Like, there's other stuff. There's so much going on. To be showing at that time. It's such a hard time. It is, like, I do question, though, like... You've got, what, five TSN channels? It can't find a place on any. But other things have commitments. Yeah. Other things have contracts. Dodgeball. Cur- like, curling. Whatever, like timber sports. If you sign a contract that I'm on TSN 4 at 8 p.m. on a yeah. Saturday, Collision can't go there. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if... Because Rampage is still just... Isn't Rampage on the app? I don't think Rampage is on TV either, is it? Uh, no, I think it is. Is it? I don't know. We we had we live in Toronto. We had the TSN apps and all this stuff. I hated it. We yeah, hated they, it. They were not, terrible. They're not good. And to p- pay $20 specifically for TSN. You want to watch Collision in Canada the yeah. right way, the legal way? $20 a month. Yeah. For one show. Get the fuck out of here. Watch wrestling. Google yeah. it. Fight VPN. <laughs> like what? This is such a like, bad the, start the fight, to the show. The fight app is so much better. Oh, it, yeah. it costs barely like nothing it doesn't cost much at all per month and yeah. you get the whole stream you get like commercial commercial free, free. all of that it's it's awesome so. it game changes how you watch aw for any american listeners like yeah. obviously if you have cable and stuff but we're millennials i don't know about you people but mm. buying cable you know i'd rather buy the streaming services and when there's wrestling attached to it like hell yeah that's even better but to go no we're on an app that specifically like no no sorry i'm i I have zero. I, I'm just not interested in the show. It's already looking like they're like, they're fucking it up for me. And I, I guess it's got a bit of a problem with you know if you're really trying to separate the elite from punk. But I'd have main evented this with blood and guts. Oh right, yeah. You know, like first one. CM Punk has the first half an hour of the show. You then get maybe like a TNT title defense, and then the last hour is blood and guts. Yeah. Like that's a big show. That in the United States of a big like a big enough venue to have the double cage thing, but yeah, you can't have them in the same building. Appa- yeah, apparently. Yeah. So just just I think off to the, the wrong side. I start. still feel like we're I think once it gets like cooking uh, the other thing is um the rumor of uh potentially CM Punk Kenta happening at Forbidden Door. You've got Bullet Club involvement here. 
like this this match would easily set up that. You know, right. Kenta coming out to help Jay White okay. and Juice Robinson. To oh, I thought you were gonna say Punk joins Jay White and becomes Bullet Club Gold. <laughs> How does that make any sense? It does not no. at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could I could totally see setting up like Kenta Punk okay. with this match. It makes kind of sense with the characters involved. Yeah, or maybe they go, "Hey, the Collision in Toronto is that match." Yeah. Because, like, although people who bought tickets for Forbidden Door would be like, yeah, what the hell? Like, mm-hmm. I want to see Punk, too. But Yeah, I feel like you'd have to have Punk on Forbidden Door. Um, but having a match the night before. I don't know. I like, I want good matches on Forbidden Door. So Punk's good. Punk has been good. You didn't like Punk MJF? I like Punk MJF, but, like. You didn't like that, Punk Eddie Kingston? I think that was before that. What? Eddie Kingston matches before the Punk. Oh, I'm saying in his last run. Yeah, he definitely he definitely went down in interest for me. I, I'm, I'm I agree. Oh, I think the guy's a dick. Yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. not like interested in the human being, but I don't think it's fair to say he puts on bad matches because I think he put on some of the best matches of his career. I I, I was super high on his original run. I actually really did did not like his first match with Darby, but that's getting the cobs wet, yeah. cobwebs out and all that stuff. But he had a great run. But I would say his his big main event matches after the Punk uh, MJF feud, yeah, that was just a wash for me. It was not into that as well. So like me as a wrestling fan, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go give AEW my money. I'm buying all the. We're going to all these shows for other people. Punk is the draw. There, that's the reason we're going to these things. And I totally get that. But for me, it's like, yeah, I'm not getting my money's worth seeing him. I'd rather see you mm. know, these banger matches that you already have two matches. You could just do the show with these two matches. Three hours show with just Kenny, and Ok Kenny Osprey, give, get, get, give him an hour. And Okada Danielson, give him an hour. I think I'm still just with AEW and WWE. They've got a lot of big things coming up. And I still feel in that treading water phase before we really get cooking. I'm surprised we didn't get more Forbidden Door involvement on this week's show. I thought the the promo packages for both Osprey Kenny and Danielson Okada were awesome. But I was surprised we didn't have some more angles maybe yeah so maybe maybe we will be getting that this week for sure but yeah well let's get into a bit of dynamite uh we kicked off with orange cassidy defending the AEW international championship against swerve strickland uh orange is now like just held together by bubble gum at this point isn't he getting beat up every week i like i think this run has been excellent and i think orange is actually carving himself like perhaps like in contention for wrestler of the year with this stuff he's doing swerve is fantastic as well uh i kind of hope this gets run back uh but yeah orange just getting you know having to resort to pulling the tights to win this thing um i'm i'm loving this story yeah i feel like last week we were like oh man that battle royal at the pay-per-view was shit but then the like last 10 minutes when it was just those two was like really phenomenal and then we wanted to see the singles match and then now we finally got that uh, Swerve, I, I was rooting for him to win as much yeah. as I love in this run for Orange, but like I don't know who would be the guy now to take this title from him, but he has become like a workhorse, a, a staple character in AEW. Like I love when it cuts to the kids dressed as him in mm. the crowd. Like every week some kid is dressed like him, and like that that goes a long way too. To have someone that stands out at Comic Cons, you're seeing people dressed up as something. It's like, oh, he's a character that's like breaking through to like. N- the, a wide audience and it's 
and when he has matches like this one that he had on Dynamite, it's like, man, he's he could be world champion. I kind, I think so. I think so. I think he he had that triple threat for the championship when Kenny was, yeah. and I don't think anyone really took it seriously. I think you could totally. With MJF as champion, MJF Orange Cassidy. Do a TV collision I, match. I think would be awesome. Title v. Title. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I think maybe because he's getting so beaten up as well, it makes any challenger a p- potential yeah. now. You know, even some guys you don't really think of. And I think eventually when he loses it, it might not even be from a really hard-fought match. It could be something Destroy just him. really simple that Miro. finally his body is just given up. I think maybe, you know, you do a Miro crushing him and takes the title from him or something yeah. like that because he's got, they have to have something in the wings for him with them teasing he's coming back. Yeah. Andrade, kind of the same thing, maybe, possibly. But yeah, Orange has just been killing it. I was rooting for Swerve just because he's he's also fantastic. I'm still not quite sure what's going on with him and the Mogul affiliate, Mowgli Affiliate Embassy. Mo- yeah. <laughs> Mowgli. <laughs> so he's what with uh, Prince Nana and Gates of Agony and... Yeah. He just can't know. find a good group. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. just can't find a good squad to have his back. But I love Swerve, man. He killed it on, on Wednesday and that match was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think if he's not the one to take the international championship, I'd love to see him, you know, take Wardlow's title eventually. Yeah, that would be like, way more interesting. Like, I'm so not interested in this. I haven't been interested in the TNT title for quite a while. Not at all, yeah. And think the first sort of initial run with it, with, you know, Cody, Brody Lee, um, and uh, Darby, like, I, I really felt they made, made this title feel something quite important. Yeah. And, this this international championship, which I think everyone ridiculed when they first announced, has definitely become the number two title in the men's division. Yeah, and the TV matches, he's just been on a run. So yeah, definitely in the in the run for wrestler of the year, just because every week he's putting on the match that you go, ah, that was great, and the crowd eat it up every week. Just as such an over character, so love it. We had a segment between MJF and Adam Cole. Uh, This match has kind of been like rumored to be happening. Uh, I've seen some quite split opinions on this on this segment, and uh, we didn't watch Dynamite together this week. So, kind of, what what were your takes from this? Yeah, uh, I really hated the whole setup for the uh sorry what was the last pay-per-view double or nothing Mm. because i did not as much as i love them i did not think jungle boy sammy or darby were anywhere near the level of mjf on the mic finally having like a bit of a a spat off between him and cole it felt like finally someone could hold their own and again it sounds like i'm burying the other three but let's be honest they they did not hold up when it came to the the promos and stuff but mj mjf and adam cole like they're definitely on like the same level of Trash talking to I just comfortable. Well, because we've seen from like, I mean, even before NXT and his ROH run, we've seen Adam Cole is such a great dick yeah. as well. And even though he's in a baby face role, he was able to be a dick to MJF yeah, as well, yeah. which not, not many people can do. I mean, Punk was great at that as well, but like not many people can match MJF yeah, on the mic. Yeah. And I thought Adam Cole did. And I think their styles actually are going to work really well together. Like, MJF, the matches I tend to like the most are against your, like, Darby, Sammys, Jungle Boys, that kind of smaller yeah, type. Yeah. And I think Adam Cole works that style perfectly. Where I, I, So we're having the Eliminator match as soon as Wednesday. Like, this is coming right up, which 
I guess should set up a title match at Collision, right? Yeah. Like that, just to get that show off the ground running, mm. put the title on the line, and make people tune in for this match. Or whether they put it on Forbidden Door. Maybe you have Sonata, like Fight face someone, someone on the New Japan roster for it, and, true. and vice versa. Maybe which, uh, like, yeah. But I, I didn't mind this segment. I saw quite a bit of negativity to it actually, but I'm with you. It did a much better job of building this than. The last one. Than the last one. Is the negativity because, oh, he mentioned Vince McMahon, and if you mention Vince, it's like, yeah, who cares? Like, But it, you should acknowledge what you've done before. Yeah. You know, like, a basketball player moves teams. They don't pretend that they, the other team never existed. Yeah. It's like, they'll, they'll like, flaunt their accomplishments there and stuff. Like, uh, I, like... It depends. Sometimes it can feel cheap. I, I thought it was kind of made sense. And I think maybe it's because Adam Cole's kind of done fuck all since being in AEW. Yeah. So what are you going to, like, flaunt in your AEW run? Nothing. I mean, MJF- Whereas you were, the, as MJF said, probably the, the greatest NXT champion they've had. He had the longest reign, for sure. MJF... Proving he is showing his cards that he was a huge NXT black and gold fan. Oh yeah. I mean, I think we all knew that. Yeah. We are kind of, we kind of have seen that. Yeah. I, I think MJF Adam Cole makes sense. Cause really, if you've been following, he's always made digs at Brit. Yeah. For, for a while he was, they were to, like on the same side, but then lately he's been like kind of shooting on her, yeah. like off, off comments in his promo. So it, it could, it does make sense for Cole to be like, yo, I hear what you've been saying. Like, screw you, pal. Uh, I, I, I liked it. I think it'll, even get better. Like, I think there'll be another promo off or something that eventually gets to the next level. So you see Cole beating MJF on Wednesday? I mean, somehow, some way, we're getting a title match. So, yeah, possibly. Clean? Uh, maybe not. No. Some, some shenanigans. Um, I wonder where you go with Cole after that, because I don't see him being the one to take uh, no. the title from MJF. Um, no, I do not. And therefore, maybe a, a clean win to start with is a good way to go and then get cheated out of the actual title match um possibly but yeah, yeah i i'm actually i'm down for this promo uh, program i'm ready to see adam cole like i don't feel we've had you know that that adam cole we had from nxt yeah you know like, i agree it's and which is a shame and i think maybe it's just he came at a time where bigger stars came in as well punk came in Danielson came in yeah. like immediately after Adam Cole debuted. And I think he has felt you then had the, the undisputed era, not undisputed era thing going on and then injuries. So it, it's been an, a bit of a rocky run for Adam Cole so far, but he's totally talented enough to, to kind of pull it back. Yeah. I honestly, I, I, I liked the, the, the program and I think MJF will still remain champion once it's over, but Adam Cole, like maybe put him in a TNT title picture right now like give yeah. him something to do down there and then eventually he'll be like he could be world champion yeah like day, think but. if you have like a andrade return and beat a wardlow for the title and then an andrade adam cole feud yeah would be pretty sweet yeah uh the jericho feud i'm happy they're not continuing yeah. but it didn't help either of them just because it was not great so i i do think there's better things for adam cole but since coming to aw yeah he's not hitting the same way nope. so he he was he was really good in NXT. Right now he's he's just chilling. But maybe they're keeping him on the burner. Uh, the main event of the night was uh, Jay White versus Ricky Starks with uh, the Gun Club uh, coming out to the, help 
JY. Bullet Gun Club. Is this the Bullet Gun Club now? Gun have bullet. they joined the Bullet Club Gold? The guns have joined Bullet Club Gold. I mean, they fit in with these guys, yeah. right? Like, they got nothing else going on. Uh, why not join in on a group name that doesn't... Like, it's been dead for a while, yeah. I guess. Not really going anywhere. Uh, sure, it makes sense. I kind of felt the same with this match as I did with their first match as well. Like, I, I kind of got into it yeah. and then a bit of a... Yeah, weird finish, but yeah. it's storytelling. Like you, you're build, building this thing. Uh, do you see more members joining this thing? Yeah, CM Punk's gonna be the leader. <laughs> the CM Punk and the Guns. I think that would be a terrible idea. So you're thinking it's Kenta coming in then? I, uh, I, I think this sets up for Kenta. Yeah, yeah. I can see Kenta costing Punk uh, this match, having then- Jay White beat pin Punk. Right. That then sets up, you know. Punk apparently wants to be working with Jay White. You do the Kenta match at Forbidden Door. Well, he wrestles both nights. And then, yeah, and then you can move on to this Jay White thing. And I, I think, actually, uh, Punk will be very good for Jay White because I think we'll be able to start seeing Jay White's promo ability, which I think he's he's pretty good at. And yeah. going up against a, a Punk in those segments, I think, could help elevate Jay. Yeah, the Bullet Club, they, were, they celebrated 10 years mm. of Bullet Club this year, and they're still going, and there's still variants of it. It's like COVID. It'll never truly get rid of it, but there'll be iterations yeah. and variants of it. So Bullet Club Gold, because then you got who? Finley over there in New Japan still mm-hmm. being Bullet Club with, I don't know, whoever. Clark, Con- uh, Clark Connors was running his mouth or something. Like, it, everyone just joined them, didn't they? Like Gable <laughs> Kidd, I think. Uh, yeah, who knows? What's going yeah, on. just adding a bunch of nobodies. Yeah. Just... The guns. Who else have we got? Who else aren't doing anything? Oh, you want to be in the Bullet Club? Yeah, why not? Fuck yeah. it. Do it. Yeah, uh, hopefully it does lead to uh, Hide- sorry, Hideo Itami. Hideo Itami. Once you're NXT for life, you're always going to be that. Time. Maybe they could. it was Punk that took him out of the parking lot. Yeah, with the GTS. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that should just be the match. A GTS. Just a GTS off? Yeah. Who could hit the better GTS? Mm. I don't know. Both of them haven't been hitting the best GTSs in the past <laughs> few years, to be honest. No. <laughs> uh, what else uh, was there on AEW this week that kind of took your attention? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I, I loved, you mentioned it, I loved the promo video packages for Forbidden Door with the two big matches. Mm. And I thought they did a good job of taking that Danielson promo, the desert thing. Danielson calling it. He said... It's going to be a fucking desert. And then we got hit with these like forest fires smog and the world almost did turn into a desert. So Danielson was on, on something there. But yeah, I love the, the promos kind of heading into that. But uh, what else happened on Dynamite that he could even like... Remember? I'm still uh, just really enjoying BCC at the moment. Um, I, I would love to see, um, I think, them versus House of Black down the line. For the trio, where have title. those guys been? Yeah, um, they'll be collision. I think they're on that poster. But yeah, uh, Mox, Yuda, and Claudio against uh, House of Black, and I think because you get that dealer's choice stipulation, BCC can do knockout. It's like you can only win by first knockout. blood, and it would be just like it'll be like those team fighting. Sports, oh God! You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that would be really awesome. Okay, um, Danielson has just been fantastic on commentary as well. Like, yeah. Uh, I love that, um, like, you know, when he's, uh, giving people props as well. Like he's like Ray Phoenix. He's like, you can't really train for him to fight him. Like it's, we do a lot of training, but he, I never know what he's going to do next. And like, I've got to 
give him credit for yeah. that. Yeah, um, uh, I love. I've been loving that. Like again, the two big matches already promoted for Forbidden Door are already every wrestling fan. We're like, okay, we're we're good. But what else do we got going on? I, I imagine this week on Wednesday or Saturday, even that we get some more New Japan involvement to kind of maybe announce some other things. I imagine like Sting and maybe another multi match or something. Uh, yeah, I think so. You you're they're kind of setting up a team of Sting, Darby, and Orange Cassidy aren't they right um so yeah maybe do they team up was it shingo they teamed with last year it was yeah does shingo join them again or you're pretty cool a chaos member maybe yeah what was it what was it last year sting doing the the purple nurple on dudes with attitude right that's right the dudes with attitude yeah uh dynamite was was all right but i i like i'm i guess we're biased because we know we're going to this pay-per-view in a few weeks and like the big matches have already been set for it so really what else can you do to excite us we already already have our money so thing is i'm I'm just looking there's still like a whole load of um of like uh new japan shows going on in japan right now so i don't know how much yeah who's master wado facing at forbidden door i i haven't seen his matches but apparently people have been like absolutely raving about him um Master Watto, yeah, like some Sammy Guevara. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some cruiserweights you could. Yeah, that's that, maybe that'd be all right. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just look. Yeah, so it, it we might it might just be set up through video packages. A lot of this, but we've only got what two dynamites, two collisions yeah. to go. So need to start getting a few more announcements. We should out announce there. something out, uh, something else out there. I'm wondering if there's talk of the stardom stuff being involved and. Yeah, Tony Khan pretty much confirmed that Mercedes was going to be involved with Forbidden Door, uh, which is a real shame. Um, but hopefully leaves the door open to potentially something else in the future. Yeah, uh, whether she'd be Imagine- I don't know the state like status of her injury, but is Wembley something she could perhaps aim for? True, it's still a few months away, maybe possibly. But yeah, rumors going around that they were talking of Soraya versus Mercedes Monet. Yeah, which would be interesting. Mm. I don't know if that's quite the match people want, but it, it makes there's, there's history, history, right? There is history so, there. yeah, uh, and like I don't know if you'd have Soraya just lose to her, which you would have to do. Yeah, you would have to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm shocked that they like in hindsight, I'm shocked they went with Tony as champ and not Soraya simply because Wembley's coming up. But Tony's been killing. Tony's going to put on the better matches, yeah. but no storyline wise, it. Makes way more sense yeah. for Soraya the and leader, then yeah. Jamie hopefully beating Soraya yeah. in London. Yeah. Um, let's. Uh, is that it for AEW this week? Yeah, I, can't, I can't Nothing remember. else really. Nothing like grabbed me. Yeah. Too much. I, I didn't hate this week's episode, but it definitely like. I, I felt the same way the last few weeks. Yeah. I, I actually haven't watched Dynamite Live the last couple of weeks, and I've watched sort of catching up in sections yeah. the next couple of days and. I think that tells me something. There, there hasn't been the urgency for me to what is happening next in these stories that they're telling. Uh, yeah. So, like, clearly the elite are still feuding with the BCC, but then Kenny's just like, I can't be fucked because I got a big match. Yeah. That, like, clearly someone's going to interfere to, like, cost you the match. Like, if you're smart, Kenny, you know it's, you need to be watching. Yeah, I mean, I think both Danielson and Omega are kind of... Danielson has only done anarchy in the re- arena which yeah. you know is a brutal match but it's also a lot of 
walking around punching each other, yeah. not needing to take bumps. Don't I think let them he wrestle. only took like one bump and hit a drop kick, really, in that match. So the same with Kenny. Uh, we'll get that Takeshita match eventually. I think Takeshita still look great. We saw him work as a heel, like for the first time really this week. Okay, I yeah. Awesome. I got something to say. I got something I just remembered. Okay, Takeshita and Don Callis is working so well. Mm. Like the, the week before where he just came out and the booze, they're trying to stick with it by not letting him have music. But the booze weren't loud enough until Don talks. So you need to do the Vicky Guerrero. You need Don to hit no music for Takeshita. Yeah. Just Don right away. Like, Start hey, the promo yeah. right backstage. Right away. In, yeah. yeah. They, 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 they realized that hopefully they, re- me as a fan, realized that this Wednesday, the booze weren't loud enough yet. They thought they were going to get Tommaso Ciampa booze yeah. for his entrance, but it wasn't hitting yet. So then Dawn started talking and then the heat. He comes. should do the, um, you know, the whole like better than Gotch, better than Hackenschmidt. Yeah. Better yeah. Than, do, do the list he do used the to thing do for and Kenny. then better than Kenny Omega. Yeah. Yeah. Takeshita. Like do that coming out. Yeah. Like that would get. Such good heat. Because he's genuinely... I love he's Don Callis. I so love good. him so much. And I love Takeshita so much. And I'm, I'm seeing big, big things from him. And when we get that big Kenny versus Takeshita, whether it's all out, all in, whatever, TV, collision, doesn't matter. Like, the match will be amazing. I, uh, they they purposely saying, like, Kenny was in not in Canada, not in the States. So they're saying he was in Japan. Mm. So, like, what? Is he getting Kota Ibushi on his, his seat? Friend. Yeah, he's getting his buddies. He's getting his pals. Uh, I'm I'm loving this whole thing. It's definitely one of the more interesting things going. But have you seen Takeshita's T-shirt? Oh yeah, it's hideous. Oh my god! I thought this was supposed to be a T-shirt company, and all these T-shirts they've been putting out are absolute dog shit. This one especially. This looked like one of the ones you get outside the arena. You Dude, know, no, the one, the one like people just make themselves and no, imagine you're going to Taylor Swift, right? And you see a bootleg t-shirt seller and the picture is a t-shirt has a picture of Taylor Swift and it says favorite food, hamburgers, not even fucking bootleggers would sell something so hideous. Sorry, not sorry. AEW, you need to get your designers up straight, man. I don't know if this is AI shit or what, but this is awful. Have you seen this? T- look at this thing. I, I'm, I'm just Googling if Taylor Swift likes hamburgers. No, <laughs> if you don't understand. So the t-shirt has Takesha's face on it. Yeah. And then like the graphic of his face or whatever. Cool. Just I personally don't like wearing t-shirts with other dudes faces. No, and it's kind of weird. shirtless bodies on. It's just weird sometimes. But the t-shirt has his face. And then it's like born Japan birthday 1995 finishing move. The running knee German suplex favorite food Cinnabon. This it's like what? That was the only thing you could come up with yeah, for a T-shirt. Bad. You should feel bad. Whoever designed this, I'm sorry. I'm sure you're a really nice person, but please go back to the drawing board. Yeah. Go back to the lab again because I hope it was the same person who did the other shirt, the Elite's new shirt. That looks like I designed it with my eyes closed. It's like the the heart, the soul, the passion. The what? It's like fucking hell, mm. man. I am not a graphic designer. But please give me the ball, EW. <laughs> TK. Give me, give me one day. I'll give you five shirts that are better than any shirt you've ever put out. I swear to God, their shirts are so awful. I, I want to order their stuff. I, I love this company. I watch your shit every week. I spend my life talking about it. I love it. I love wrestling. But you guys need to fix this because, mm-hmm. like, how is WWE selling better merch, like T-shirts? Because they used to be real shit for a while, and they've stepped it up completely. Like. Mm-hmm. PWT and AEW, the, the, they need to go outside the box because, like, indie wrestlers who, who go, hey, any independent, like, designers want to help me design, their shirts are amazing. But yeah. when you look at AEW, 
yeah, they're just shit. I'm sorry. They're so bad. And that's a big part of wrestling. Wrestling fans love t-shirts and this and that. It's like, how am I like supposed to... Like, how much a say do these wrestlers have? Because, like, if someone made that for me, I'd be like... No. No. Absolutely no, not. No, no, no. I'm yeah, this is that. terrible. Yeah. This is terrible. So, There's a reason why we've never seen Danielson... <laughs> wear any of his shirts. shirts. He wears some BCC stuff now, which is kind of kind of cool. Like, well, what was the, stuff, the but, thing going around is they designed a yes shirt, and yeah. then he's like, no. I don't do so, that. So, yeah. like... Like, yeah, uh, just just awful. Like, having his his whole gimmick of Takeshita before this is, what do we know about this guy? He likes Cinnabons. Okay, let's put that on a t-shirt, but let's go. Favorite food, Cinnabons. Mm. Like, what? Let's move on. Yeah, uh, sorry. It just, it, it irked me. I was like, <laughs> what? I'm not even a designer, and I know designers out there are feeling the same way. Uh, let's move over to WWE. Uh, we are your NXT friends. And uh, there's been quite a bit of integration between NXT and WWE, uh, sorry, main roster recently. And I'm, I'm kind of for it. Uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams appearing on uh, SmackDown, uh, kind of with the assist to get Butch. Butch is going home. He's coming home. Going to Money in the Bank. Uh, Baron Corbin losing, uh, oh. continuing this feud between Melo and Corbin. Yeah, I'm not really into Corbin, but I do like what they're doing with the cross-promoting. And we've got uh, Bron Breaker and Seth Rollins set for Tuesday, which uh, I would imagine we're going to have heavily plugged this coming Monday. And I'd be really interested to see what the NXT ratings are this week, because I think they could be pretty big. Yeah, lots of integration, whether it's uh, Mello and Trick showing up and costing Corbin that match, whether it's uh, the Unholy Union... The witches, they got a name now. The witches, yeah. Potentially putting the titles on. Unifying like, the yeah, titles. Yeah, exactly. So like, there, it does seem like there's a lot going on with NXT. And promoting Seth versus Braun uh, this Tuesday sounds great. The match will be awesome. And I, I like the fact that they're kind of doing this a bit more lately with, you know, Trick showing up, uh, Mello showing up. When and- Nick Khan said that they want to kind of make this, we, we've seen it go back and forth. We've seen NXT be developmental. We've seen it be its own brand. We've seen it be de- developmental. Yeah. And it's back to them kind of wanting it to be its own brand, which I'm way more for. Like, it can do both. It can yeah. be developmental and be its own brand. Sorry, he's now saying... Oh, it's more than just developmental. Well, it's TV rights coming up. So you want to sell it as... How are you going to... Like, you could potentially split this off and sell it to another network. Yeah. And what's more attractive? Like, WWE's, like, third brand or WWE's developmental system with their rookies. Yeah. Like, it's it's way more attractive that way. For audio listeners, uh, I'm just going to visual theater here. Audio visual theater. Eye roll. Because, like, yeah, you guys were a third brand. Yeah. You were killing it. And then what absolutely. happened? Why did we disappear from that? But, yeah. But absolutely. I would say when it was that third brand, it absolutely wasn't serving its purpose as a developmental. No. And I do think it is doing that now. Um, because you're seeing the likes of Mello and Bron, where you go, yeah, I can totally see you on the main roster. Whereas how many conversations did we have on Up Next over the years going, oh, man, love Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano, but... I worry about them being on the main roster, yeah. you know, and that's like super talented people like them. So I, I think it is serving both things. I like unifying the, the women's tag and I hope they do what they originally said they yes. do where yes. this is defended on all three brands. I think that makes it, uh, it means you can have these, you know, uh, 
little boosts of main roster people coming to NXT once in a while. You can have, all right, we don't want to do much tag division stuff on the main roster right now. So have someone in NXT win it and have it defended there for a little bit before going off to SmackDown or whatever. Yeah. I, I really like that idea, actually. I, I just think that the witches are going to lose. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it can't, which sucks for them br- bringing them in right away. But I thought, uh, I was watching some clips of SmackDown today. I thought Isla Dawn sounded super comfortable in the ring with, you know, I mean, I'm not saying Ronda and Shayna are the best, uh, promos, yeah. talkers, best anything really, but like she kind of stood out in that for me. So I was like, huh, interesting. Cause I, I know having Ronda and Shayna right now as champions is a good look, is the right thing to do with yeah. them right now. That's why I'm just kind of bummed because I'm like, ah, oh, the, they're my girls for NXT. You know, yeah. I got to be in the corner. Well, I mean, all four, I mean, minus Ronda are NXT, but like you just brought them up. You shouldn't have them lose right away. So I'm kind of like, ah, oh, it is difficult, oh. but then it's, there's, you'd say the same with Caden and yeah. Casey, you know, like they shouldn't be losing right away either. Yeah, yeah. And then who are the other teams? Yeah. Like there aren't really any other, um, but I'm with, but yeah, I, I'm feel way more positive with this cross promotion thing. I'm really looking forward to Bron and Seth on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Um, we will be going live right after guys. Yeah. It'll next. be interesting to see like Seth is obviously your, your world champion and can absolutely beat Bron clean. But also I, I think they might, they might want to have some sort of level of protection with Bron Breaker. So Ilya, maybe an Ilya run in or something like that. Um, and then Ilya slaps the shit out of Seth too and holds up the title and says, I want this, I want this one instead. SummerSlam. Um, well. But yeah, I, I, I'm kind of, I am looking forward to that. I think it's going to be a really big NXT this week and should do a pretty good number if promoted well. You know what? This week of wrestling looks pretty good. If you're looking at NXT and I can't, I can't say I've been like necessarily stoked for any specific match on NXT until this, like this one genuinely is the biggest one in a long, 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 long time. Does Braun spear Seth on Monday? Yeah. He oh, on Monday. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I was going to say in the match, he's doing the 450 Phoenix splash and speared in midair or something. I, I think Braun should show it's up on Monday. It's the stomp. It's, yeah. It's the stomp lift up spear in midair. Yeah. I'm trying to work out. It'll the, work. It'll work. Think about it. Okay. It'll, it'll work. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean like uh, that, that, uh, Tuesday NXT, but Dynamite is stacked as well, right? With the like the title match, uh, the eliminator, the, the, the multi man, yeah. the BCC elite. So it's like there's there's a lot of good wrestling coming up this week for sure. So I'm I am excited, but uh, NXT having that big set like Seth hasn't been back in a long, long, long time. We do a show called Was Next where we've been going through the history and like he was the first champ there, he was the the guy there. So it is cool to kind of see that. I'd say NXT has like it's not like there's stuff on other brands and stuff I'm more excited about, but I do think it's maybe been the most consistent show in the last few months. There's still been some good wrestling on it. There's so been that's good wrestling and the me. story stories have been like having a beginning, middle and end and paced relatively well. Yeah. I think as well. Um, also on SmackDown, we had the return of Charlotte Flair first time since her loss at WrestleMania, which means obviously she gets a title shot right away for the new WWE Women's Championship. It's a new title. Yeah. So is this the same title as Roman's title? It looks a lot like it. With a white strap. Yeah. Yeah. I did find it So this is six funny. times that they've now shown this title. It's yeah. like, hey, look, look at this title. It's funny because they... It, it makes total sense. We've said this for a few weeks. Get rid of Raw and SmackDown. Just have WWE and Universal or whatever and you can switch back and forth. Adam Pearce on SmackDown didn't say undisputed once he said wwe women's championship 
which makes me think probably on Raw we're going to get the WWE, uh, sorry, the World, the Women's World Championship or something like that. But slapped on this title says undisputed. Yeah, it did. Undisputed. That's right. So Trish is winning both. <laughs> and we're undis- we're making it undisputed. No, uh, I did notice that. And I was like, well, did you just take the design from the other one? Yeah, and put it on this like one? With, with Romans, I can, like, it's still dumb, but I can somewhat find logic in it where you go, you go, no, he's the undisputed champion of the entire universe. <laughs> Whereas Seth is just the champion of the, of the world. world. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the way, like, it's ridiculous, but you can justify it. So, it, but no. the, these women's championships are just two women's world championships. So, it, it is disputed. Yeah. There's Rhea. <laughs> so, you're saying that uh, anyone on Earth could challenge Seth, but no aliens could no, challenge no, Seth. No, 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 aliens. But the Universal Championship, they could. Although, you have, you know, uh, like, Europeans challenging for the US title, don't you? It's never really. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, I I think um, I think Rhea's title should say like definitive on it. Definitive. So you get the, the champion. undisputed champion and the definitive champion. Yeah, I'm definitely over the whole. Like, they're clearly trying to figure some things out with what's going to go on with brand splits and titles and stuff. But it's like, holy shit, guys! It makes sense, but like, I'd be interested. If Rhea's championship maybe looks closer to Seth's, maybe. Yeah, okay. If you go away from the big WWE logo thing we've had for a while and ask her... Nah, it's... bring back the best title of all time. The Divas Championship. Divas have the butterfly? Yeah, I'm still looking for one. Yeah. To go with my Hitman uh, but jersey. Charlotte's back. Uh, like re, uh, Restarting that feud with Asuka. I think they've always had pretty good chemistry and there there is a lot of story there. Um, Bianca, I think we may be starting to see maybe a bit of a heel turn because she's, you know, a little pissed and justifiably so that Charlotte's just waltzed in and taken that championship shot. So I see some sort of, you know, three way and things, but I think we're probably building to maybe Charlotte and Bianca at SummerSlam. And I feel we haven't really had that match on a big stage. I think they did do something in NXT when Charlotte had a stint there. Um, and maybe a couple of TV matches, but Freeways. I don't feel like Bianca's had her big Becky matches, her back big uh, Bailey matches, and the Sasha matches. Obviously, I feel Charlotte is the the last one of the four horsewomen she hasn't really had that big match with. Yeah. And so you're saying SummerSlam Bianca Charlotte? I I feel unfortunately Asuka might be a transitional here. Yeah, the classic Charlotte moves. There. Unless you do the triple threat at SummerSlam, but I see perhaps we're getting a triple threat at. Money in the bank. bank. Interesting. Uh, Staying on women's championships, I mean, what we said should happen, it looks like might happen with Zoe Stark being qualified for the money in the bank. Uh, I see her winning this and handing it over to Trish. Trish goes, great, I didn't have to take a single ladder bump, and I'm going to become champion. And that's the SummerSlam match, Becky, Trish, because Trish has been killing it as his heel. The only thing with that is you be talking about trish cashing in on Rhea. oh right yeah true which yeah okay so then and i don't see them taking it from Rhea anytime soon. no definitely not yeah you're right um i mean you can cash in like on any brand mm. but i don't know if they'd be doing that like i say that they're, they're moving all around the brand okay the so bank. so becky and zoe are both in the money in the bank right the mm. match so you have becky's about to win it and you know, Trish 
co- comes and costs her that. Zoe wins it and then gives it to Trish. So then you have SummerSlam, the briefcase on the line. Yep, you between, could do that. Right? That would make sense. Yeah, and then that stretches could, it out. Yeah, and then potentially if Becky were to win that, it could be Becky challenging. Who's Rhea. Rhea's match for SummerSlam? Rhea for SummerSlam. Um, if it's not Becky or Trish. I mean, don't know who you do. Who is there there? Seth. Uh, <laughs> EO, Seth. EO or Bailey? Okay. I mean, EO is pretty much... You've now got EO and Bailey both qualified as well. In the, I think yeah. EO could potentially win it. That'd and I awesome. think you could do a similar story that you're telling with Bailey kind of being like, hey, give yeah. that to me. Or you have, you know, them cost each other right. a briefcase in the match. Um, I actually think the women's is a bit more interesting than the men's this year on the Money in the Bank side. I yeah, think there's a yeah. few more potential. Um, men's, we've got qualified, what? Butch. When is Money in the Bank? It's July 1st, Canada. July 1st, yeah. Interesting. Men's, we've got uh, Butch, uh, Nakamura, Ricochet, LA Knight, and Santos Escobar. Sweet. Qualified. LA Knight. Obviously, they'll they'll give Butch a, a big hope spot in London there, for yeah. sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd like LA Knight with that. <laughs> He's so over. LA He's Knight got... going after Seth. Would oh, be okay. Fun, cool, yeah. I think. You look like such a loser if you were to win this and go, and I want that title. <laughs> but then from storytelling point of view... I can't beat Roman. You can't so. go against Roman, really, can you? Well, while we're talking about Roman, briefly, we got to talk about... Are you going to WrestleMania 40? If you've ever wanted to see The Rock wrestle live, you might have the chance. Because things aren't going too well, are they? Things aren't going too well for The Rock right now. Young Rock cancelled... Uh, XFL apparently lost what a lot of money 60 bill was it or 60 mil oh no not bill 60 mil yeah 60 mil uh not that many people are watching XFL come on uh that's why he lost it yeah that's why he lost it uh and then of course uh Black Adam people are talking like that didn't do well came crawling back to fast X part Mm. one out of six uh so what The Rock versus Roman at Wrestlemania 40 in Philly I think so, man. I think that's that's the that's the it story. still depends on the guy's movie schedule and stuff. Like he's Yeah, what's he filming? Still making shit. But uh yeah, I mean forty is as good a time to do it as any, isn't it? It'd be pretty big. It, it would like, it makes sense it, why they didn't do it. It would in make Hollywood. sense why you're keeping the title on Roman. But Roman wins that. Yeah, yeah. The Rock's so not beating Roman. He doesn't necessarily need the title there either. Um because selfishly, we're going to SummerSlam, and I was like, oh, maybe they'll run back Cody Roman. No, that's not the direction at all. We're seeing Brock and Cody. Through. Which I, I've liked their first two matches, and yeah. I think if we get a stip. Strap um, match? Hell yeah, in strap, cell. dog collar, something like that. Yeah. Um, could be. Something violent. I, I, see, I see it being, yeah. I'd love them to do the strap match. I think that would be really, really cool and interesting to see Brock doing something a bit different. Last year was the tractor? Yeah. So, like, could do something with the tractor again. Tractor match. They got the tractors in Detroit, right? Of course. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rock, possibly, versus Roman at WrestleMania, which, like, yeah, I, the match I don't really care about, but the, like, the, it, it'll bring a lot of interest from wrestling fans. It's the, the spectacle. I want the entrances. I want the stare down. Yeah. That's that's all, all you need with some matches. I want The Rock to bring back the Hollywood oh, yeah. intro and theme and be, like... I want him to cut promos be like, I was in huge movies like Black Adam. <laughs> I want him to like ham it up and heal it up. Yeah. I don't know if that would be the direction they go, but yeah. Um, Bloodline story continues this week with uh, Jey Uso. Is he in? Is he out? 
he kind of uh, said to Heyman that, well, if I'm going to be in the bloodline, that means you've got to be out of it. So kind of putting in, giving Roman an ultimatum there. And then we had Jay uh, facing Austin Theory for the US title and Jimmy inadvertently oh. costing him the match. Come on, Jimmy. With a super kick. That's your brother, man. Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah, uh, I think I said last week, I might be the only person who's just not into this anymore. Mm. Are we friends? Are we not friends? But you're my brother. We have to be friends. I think it's like wash, rinse, re- like repeat, like constantly, constantly. And having a match with Austin Theory, definitely I went, mm, no thanks. Mm. Uh, so like, I, I think I'm on my own island here of relevancy, mm. uh, but like definitely uh, not feeling it the same way as maybe other people. It's, what is the summer? What is the match? Now? It's again, like I imagine you're going for the tag tag match, but I, I kind of feel um, I am still into it. I still think really thinking about it, it's still the best story in wrestling right now across the board. I yeah, don't think, I guess I don't think there's story any what other wise. stories are going on right now There, it is. There is a lack of stories. We're getting good matches and yeah. good. There's no like, Okay, yeah, we're getting Danielson or Carter and yeah, Austin, stories. Yeah, but yeah. story-wise, I think this is still probably the best one. It was, but and I think the problem is everything else around it feels so flat. So it does feel like every Friday I watch this show called The Bloodline. Yeah, and we're in that kind of you know, if this was a twenty-four episode season, we're at that like episode thirteen to eighteen bit where we're treading water a bit before we get things cooking yeah i like jay's like new attitude this week like being a bit more kind of carefree and looking less conflicted and head in hands about everything just every week he just um, always has a headache someone's got to give him some advil but yeah i i am kind of into the the tag match that idea. would be the the, that- the bigger match i i i I know people are like, oh, get, you know, Jimmy versus Roman, right? Is what people were, are assuming. But I think the tag match makes more sense and would be pretty good considering the talent involved. But- like Jimmy versus Roman, you could maybe do at Money in the Bank and then do the tag at SummerSlam. It's whether you like Roman not defending the title at SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. Is that a bit odd? Um, but Or you could do, if you wanted to do a big, like if there's a Friday, they really want to get a big number. Doing yeah. Jimmy and Roman on SmackDown, perhaps. That's not a bad idea. Mm. Yeah, I'm just, I'm definitely over the, like, are we friends? Are we still friends? It's like, okay, it's it's been going on for months. Mm. And it was real good. You know, you compared it to a TV show. Yeah, it, it's it's soap opera levels of the guy's still in the hospital. Mm. We're still we're still figuring things out. It's like, guys, we were, it was, it, the bulk of it was months and months ago. And it's like, now you're just recycling it and it's like okay i'm a little it's a little stale but you are right what other like as far as wrestling and 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 feuds and great great in-ring matches and talent but storylines right now are lacking the the only other thing that's that is close is i guess bcc and elite yeah and i see i see saying criticisms about the elite like there are a lot of people who love the elite just like the bloodline but there are a lot of people as well who are like I don't care if Hangman's their friend or not. Like I'm, I'm at I've that been level, watching yeah. this since, you know, being the elite before AEW even started. Yeah. And are they, aren't they? Like, Well, see, the, like, the, the way they booked it is when finally Hangman and Kenny, like, are friends again, it was a big deal. Yeah. And then they had the match and they lost because 
they're dealing with things. And then right away, it's like, actually, Kenny doesn't give a fuck about you guys because he's got a big match. So it's like, well, then, look, all right, well, that's a little backwards, but mm-hmm. okay. So I'm not, as being, as, as much as an elite guy, I'm definitely cooled off on that story because I'd rather get to Kenny's singles matches yeah, and it stuff. It is, I mean, this is always going to be the problem this time of year, uh, where the, this BCC elite story absolutely hasn't finished. And I do assume we're getting blood and guts at some point. At yeah. this point, I assume it's after Forbidden Door. But it, it's just, it's weird when you're telling like two yeah. feuds at the same time and with Kenny facing Osprey at Forbidden Door, which isn't related to this feud at all. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say storylines right now in wrestling, not, I'm, I'm not too invested, but there still is like great wrestling and, and, and I'm sure it'll pick up. I want to get to July. You know, like that's when I'm. Yeah. I mean, I, Forbidden Door, I'm excited for. Of yeah, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. I feel like July onwards, you know, you, you'll have Punk settled there. You'll be finishing off this elite feud. You're building to Wembley. You're building to Chicago. You're building to SummerSlam. It's, it feels like that's what we need. We're still in that kind of post-WrestleMania limbo Whoa. sort of thing. Post-Double or Nothing limbo. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel that right. way too. Well, outside of uh, weekly wrestling TV... We had another Dark Side of the Ring episode, and this time covering Magnum TA. Yeah, I love Dark Side of the Ring. Easily some of the best sh- shows. Like wrestling fans, non-wrestling fans, everyone's watching the, the, this show, and I, I again love this episode. It wasn't my favorite one, but I still really got into it. Magnum TA, like this whole episode is about like a what if scenario. Like this guy should have been a big deal. This guy should have you know brought another company to the forefront, but. Uh, Crazy car crash stopped all that. And basically what some say in, in interviews from this episode, kind of changing the course of Vince once again, like taking over and, mm-hmm. and running wild with Hulkamania. And this guy could have been like their main attraction, main guy. And uh, it was a, a pretty like insightful episode, especially having him, you know, now, you know, yeah, talking. It was, it was very like, oh man, like what, what if? And um, I, I, I feel like as much as I, would never listen to a Jim Cornette podcast in 2023. Mm. I love him on Dark Side of the Ring. The guy was there for all, he knew all these people, whether it was last week's, like this guy just knows everything. It's in so wrestling. much, he's so much more uh, likable and interesting to listen to when you can hear he personally cares about yeah. a human being. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that he has got that personal thing and he, he does like say, like all his rants are because he cares about wrestling and his vision of what wrestling should be so all these guys that he kind of thinks should have been the shit like you saw it with candido last yeah, yeah, week, yeah yeah just really cut up i agree he's been very good on this season he's, he always I, I i loved him in all the other episodes from the past seasons but yeah this show is is awesome it's like this one it's sad because it's like this guy got in a car accident he didn't die in the car accident but it you know paralyzed him he was not able to wrestle after this so it's like also super depressing and super sad because it's like oh man like what could have been but that's what this whole show is is about right but But also like i like i found it like he was lucky compared to other people oh yeah he he walked out like showing him walking out at the event and like he's still like yeah he's still alive he's still with us today and got a new partner and family and stuff so obviously it it could have been this guy could have been hulk hogan essentially but um, the good looking dude, great stash. Looks like Tom Selleck. I mean, that was the best part. Like, 
Sorry, you did. I did not need someone to ever tell me why do they call that guy Magnum TA? Because he's got the mustache. Yeah. So they they finally uh, talked about that too. I didn't uh, like. I didn't dislike this episode, but I can't say I really enjoyed yeah. it much. I don't know a whole lot of Magnum TA. Yeah, but I know like basically I know the story that he was going to be huge. People were looking at him as being a Hogan. And he got into a car accident and never wrestled again. It's really sad. And I can't really say I learned anything more than that in this episode. Just stretched out over 45 minutes. And for people, a lot of non-wrestling fans do watch this show. Yeah. And it will be, like, new to them. I didn't find this quite as compelling. No. it, it It's because it wasn't as... Because there was a happier ending. In it. Not, you know, because he's alive mm. and he's here to tell a story. This show is about the dark the bad stuff yeah. so that's probably why i still really enjoyed it but not one of my favorite ones uh mostly because we're just psycho wrestling fans who want to watch something about the worst possible shit ever like this yeah, guy yeah. didn't kill anyone he wasn't in the mob like, like, what like boring what? yeah <laughs> no one cut his brakes like. yeah like what is, what's going on what do you mean because <laughs> like you know we're talking about uh, the passing of the iron sheik like people always talk about like ganya did he did he ask the sheik to break sorry no did, yeah Hulk Hogan's leg and all that stuff like that. You know, that's some juicy shit. Uh, stuff like that. This guy's like, he got in a car accident and he, he doesn't wrestle anymore. He could have been a big deal in wrestling. It's like, yeah, true. But uh, I, I'm, I'm, I love this show, but it was not my favorite episode. But we'll continue to watch every week. Love it. So we've got the Graham Dynasty next week. See, I'm not familiar with that yeah, at all. Either. So I will be, definitely be watching. We'll talk about it. Um, you know who else could have been a big deal in wrestling? Ryback. Have you been following the Ryback stuff this week? Oh, I don't know. Be careful what you tweet about Ryback. He vanity searches like a mother. He'll he's been pod, he's been reaching out to podcasts. We get him on if you want. Yeah, he's been offering his five minutes to to speak out, tell his story. Yeah, because uh, he's been feuding with Booker T. Yeah, I don't know why they've been feuding, but uh, yeah, like uh, does Booker T know who Ryback is? Booker, so like <laughs> Ryback was going off. I think Booker on his show like just said like this guy talks like he's been in the business for a thousand years he was there yeah. for like three years does he's done fuck all yeah it's true and then uh and then ryback was like you know like you won't let me give him have my piece so booker invites him on and then he's like actually nah <laughs> nah i don't want you on <laughs> i kind of clowned him yeah. yeah it's funny nothing ever clowned him as much as like hey guys here's a twitter poll should what should i do go to AEW, go back to wwe go to tna retire like Everyone voted. Just retire, bro. <laughs> I don't think has this guy hasn't worked a single match since. And did leaving, he, he? He legally changed his name to Ryback. Right? Yeah, he's like going the warrior route here. Yeah, Ryback, Ryback. Yeah, remember Ryback? I can't. Can you believe like this guy? Uh, oh, he he did wrestle outside WWE since, uh, but not since 2018. Uh, I just can't believe this guy and Brian Danielson like rode together. That, that that's a whole. Dark Side of the Ring right that's there. That's the, that, what was that network show? Ride Along or whatever? Yeah. That's what I needed to see. Just these two. Ryback yeah. talking about meat. Although he is vegan now, isn't he? He's vegan now? Yeah. Oh, shit. And Danielson's not. <laughs> that's true. They switched, yeah. switched back and forth there. Yeah. Ryback. I can't say I want to see him back in wrestling. And Just a rumble spot. A rumble spot. Yeah, yeah sure. Why not? Uh, we didn't get that uh, Booker T Kofi moment I think we were meant to have at the rumble this year. So now year. switch it over Booker to... T and Ryback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... as long as Steve Blackman and Bob Holly are in it as well, I'm happy. Remember, you know, Ryback, he would have had a way more successful career if he just stayed as Skip Sheffield. 
What, 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 yep, 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 what it do? The what if with Ryback is uh, if Cena wasn't injured. Cena wasn't injured. Because that was it. Like, it was, you were getting Cena versus Punk, Punk. I think, Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And then, uh, but Punk obviously had his match with Rock kind of penciled in for the Rumble. So Cena was taken out with an injury and Ryback was the hottest thing. So they put him in, but then he had to lose. Ryback was the hottest thing. Wow. He was. was Yeah, he he was, was. He was. He was. He was. Um, so yeah, that's a good big what if. I I uh, remember him on Tough Enough when he was the Silverback Ryan Reeves. That's his that's real name. Right, yeah. That's a way better wrestling name than anything else you used, but okay. Uh, they wanted to own a name, so that he went with Ryback. But his gimmick on that was like he ate everything. So then what, 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 do, what should be your catchphrase? I don't know. Feed me more. <laughs> So they went with that. It was a good catch. It was. It was yeah. pretty funny. Feed me more. We have a Ryback. Where's your Ryback? Where's you my figure. Ryback? Oh, it's in the He's garbage. The what? Yeah, no. <laughs> Threw it out. I gave it away. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ryback just running his mouth is always funny. Anything else? To yeah. I want to give a shout out to the D, to the Motor City Machine yeah. Guns. Uh, I don't watch Impact Wrestling, but I saw that not only did Chris Saban win back the uh, X Division Championship for like, I think like an eighth time From or something like right? that. I guess so. And then in a bit of an upset, a shocker, Alex Shelley is now the Impact World Champion. Yeah. So yeah, throw your hands up and point to the, uh, the, what is it? The hand? What is it? Machine? Because it it's looks Detroit. like Michigan, right? They, yeah. That they point like so that. So Michigan looks like a hand and Detroit's right Nice. There. Okay. Yeah. So the Motor City Machine Guns are both champ, single champions in Impact Wrestling. And you know what? That is actually pretty cool. I, Absolutely love uh, Motor City Machine Guns. I love Chris Saban and I love Alex Shelley. But specifically Shelley, he's been someone I've been watching for so long. And uh, for any TNA fans, uh, Paparazzi Productions was just my favorite thing. You would love it with him and Kevin Nash. The angle they used to do and the promos and stuff was so good. And he's their champion now. And I'm surprised I, they cool. took it off of Macklin so soon because they were building... Macklin up for a good year for this like title win and I'll tell you something I'm not so I don't watch impact uh but I, we went to that show mm-hmm. and all I could ever going into it everyone oh this Macklin guy Macklin guy I was like yeah he's he was he was there he was fine so yeah that's why you should have taken it off I wonder if it's um I wonder if uh impact of piggybacking off of SummerSlam at all they're doing being in Detroit, Detroit having two big Detroit would have been there. would have been good to have them win in Detroit. In there. Yeah, <laughs> but they're they do they're doing Windsor soon okay. or something and at some college or right. something. But it would be smart for them to to do a, sh- a show in Detroit. But yeah, I mean Alex Shelley and Chris Saban clearly they would have signed with AEW if they did not do this deal with Impact. I know those guys do other things outside of wrestling as well, so it's easily a, a easier schedule for them. Mm. But they've been in this business for a long, long time and like definitely. Are trailblazers if you like, if you look like so many the the Bucks right like so many people come, came after them and kind of stole their steeds a little bit. So I am uh, happy for Shelley kind of because Saban's won the world title there before they they gave him a shot and now Shelley kind of getting his his moment as well. So I definitely I it makes me go hey what's this like what's the next pay per view what are the, some of the title defenses because yeah. it has the most interest instantly that I can say in Impact like. Since I don't know, AEW was teasing doing shit with them, so uh, definitely hats. Up. They should win the tag titles too. Just win all the gold and be the Motor City Machine Gun champions. But yeah, sure. that's that's pretty cool. Over an impact. 
All right. Is that it? I think so. All right. Okay. What, what else is going on in wrestling? There's a whole lot going on in a few weeks with Forbidden Door, and I'm super excited, and I can't wait to see those two matches and whatever else is added to that show, because I don't really know what else you could add to make us more excited. Let's plug it all again. Forbidden Poor from 3 p.m.? Yeah, 3 p.m. Yeah. I think we, we host in so many events these days, guys. Uh, postwrestling.com slash live. Get your tickets before they're all gone. Um, also, uh, All In It coming up in August. Uh, sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com slash poisonrana. Yes, patreon.com slash poisonrana. It's only five bucks for a whole month's access, and you get everything that we put out this month and everything that we put out in the back catalog there, meaning all the retro NXT reviews, pay-per-view reviews, best matches ever, all those podcasts, and everything coming out this month. We just did a best match ever, Sabu. We did a Suicide Squad review, like we said, and uh, we have a Was Next coming out this week, and we have a lot of other shows. Oh, we're doing... Midsummer, Midsummer, yeah. This Have you month, seen this film? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. Featuring right. Paige. Uh, it is, yeah. Florence, Florence, Florence Pugh. Uh, love her in that movie. So uh, lots of stuff over at the Patreon. It's only five bucks, and that's how we create our content with you fine folks listening and supporting us, and we can't do it without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Even if you're just listening to this, you like free shows, well, we will be back on Tuesday on the post-wrestling feed covering this huge NXT with Seth and Braun. But then also you like free shows on this feed, obviously Shot in the Dark with John Ceno. And I know you'll be hearing a lot of him in the near future. Uh, there's also What Up Doe. He put out one with B Detroit. And uh, The Batman. Me and you are going to be chatting all about our bats this coming week. So get your feedback in for that if you haven't already. Oh, how can we forget a show that, that we got? to Thank you, Chris Elliott, in the chat. Here I am plugging some some big Patreon shows. We know we're going to get people joining our Patreon because we did a poll. Oh yes, on the Facebook, and you asked everyone, "Hey, Money in the Bank's coming up. Here's a bunch of Money in the Bank's to vote for." Yeah, and of course, anyone from Chicago, I see you, Jake, voting for Money in the Bank 2011. But you randomly decided no. Tom Wamsgams made the decision early. He called the election early. You can blame ATN for this. Yeah. Because Vengeance 2006. We're doing it, guys. We're doing it. Yeah. What's broke? Fuck money in the bank. Cena. I want Sabu Cena. Yeah, come on. Kane v. Kane. <laughs> Kane versus Kane. So I would love some feedback on that. We're doing that in a few weeks. Though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's in a couple of weeks. Uh, do check out our interview with uh, Mercedes Martinez. Uh, that video is going up tomorrow. I think it's all going to be on the, on the post-wrestling site. Uh, really, uh, really enjoyed that chat. So I, I think you'll get a kick out of that interview. Yeah, I think we want to do some more interviews in the in the future and stuff over on this feed. So uh, let us know what uh, what people's you would like to do. Are you you got another one coming up this month? Uh, this hopefully week? this week. Yeah, yeah, excellent. So uh, definitely follow this space. Follow us on the socials at Poison Rana Pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you have those apps, go follow us. We don't have many followers on our new Instagram since it got taken down and made a new one. So mm. go three hundred people. That's it. What? I know you use it. Pathetic. I think it's like three something. But go follow us if you haven't already. And I myself, Brain Harrington, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and everyone in the YouTube chat as well. I love you, love you, love you. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And rest in peace, the Iron Sheik. Fuck the Hulk Hogan. Fuck Hulk Hogan. Bubba. Ahoy.